Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. Teresa, you know what I'm excited for? What, sir? (laughs) (laughs) That that we have a three-day weekend coming up. (laughs) Me too. I mean, I see it on everyone's faces. I I genuinely feel like this is work that we've all been called to. Um, And, you know, it's it's a joy to be here. But I swear, man, every time it's October and March, those two months in particular, the fatigue is real. It is. (laughs) It's like a long. And, you know, there there were times where there was no break in October and no break in March. Can you imagine? I can because I lived through it. (laughs) I'm not sure how I lived through it, but I did. Yeah. I mean, you are, gosh, you're just cranking out rec letters right now and probably having to diffuse students and their crazy emotions right now. That's true. Some of them come in like white knuckling, like, you're going to send my transcript, right? Yes. Yes. We're going to send it all. All of it we'll send. All that to say, the three-day weekend sounds really lovely right now. Sounds great. But, you know, the weekly wrap-up continues. Um, Life still continues here at Maranatha. So, you know, I want to ask, what did you hear this week that kind of made you smile? Well, I'm happy to say football is back in action this week after Mm. a canceled homecoming game. No. Yes, canceled, but homecoming postponed. Right. Um, And then a bye week. Mm Mm-hmm. The Minutemen are playing Santa Rosa Academy. They're six and one overall. They're two and zero oh in league, so they're doing really well. Good job, guys! Excellent. And they have JV today, hmm. another JV game, and then varsity tomorrow. And then girls volleyball is fifteen and fourteen. So they're cranking out. I mean, I'm so excited that they have a winning season. Like that's, <laughs> I genuinely mean that. Like I'm really excited for yeah, them. Yeah. Uh, girls tennis is nine and three. They're four and one in Olympic league. So they're doing awesome wow. as well. I think as we're talking, they're already on their way to their match. Yeah. I saw a few of them. Mm-hmm. And cross country has a race meet this week too so we got lots of athletes um in action this week which is fun yeah this is a kind of an unusual week um we had a we had a different week this week yeah and that's a very charitable way of putting it (laughs) i'm not sure that the kids were stressed out but i think every adult involved in the school-wide PSAT yeah. exams was white-knuckling <laughs> a little bit. Like, how is this going to go? So, um, for context. Please. So, the seniors have the option to take the actual SAT exam to use for their college applications. Mm-hmm. We have over 130 seniors and about 50-plus, 50 50, I think 51 or two, something like that, decided to take it so they were in classrooms doing their testing then all of the juniors sophomores and freshmen took the psat Mm -hmm. the practice sat exam 
But this year, for the first time, it was a 100% digital yeah. exam. Yeah. And what that means, Judy, <laughs> hi mom, um, is that they all brought their iPad to school. Right. We asked some 400 plus students to bring a fully charged iPad to mm-hmm. school. I will say that mostly happened, yeah. although there were probably a couple dozen chargers that we had to pass out throughout yeah. the rooms for kids who, <laughs> I was just glad they actually had their devices. I I was in the sophomore room and I think there were, there was one, maybe two kids who showed up without a device. So Mr. Newkirk, Miss Chu, there were a couple of teachers who came to the rescue to offer devices so they could take it. But oh, that's nice. we had freshmen in the gym, we had sophomores in the student center, and we had the juniors in classrooms, and the Wi-Fi did not crash. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of any student who wasn't able to submit their score. And I say this because I have heard that on other campuses, it did not end that way. There were lots of kids whose device was just crashing in the middle of the test. (sighs) I think that happened a little bit, like in my room with the sophomores, that happened a little bit, but we were, they were able to just log back in um, and continue. Okay. Um, But I've heard a couple of like really nightmare stories (sighs) about other schools where the system just couldn't handle it. So actually, first of all, shout out to all the kids for showing up and taking the test. Um, And then the tech crew who went to great lengths ahead of time and then all throughout the testing to make sure that the Wi-Fi was handling the load properly. Yeah. I think it's the only time all of the phones have just been turned off on campus. <laughs> it's pretty great. <laughs> like I told them all to turn their phones off and they just looked at me like, oh, actually, this is a true story, Dr. Chai, this is a true story. I announced the load on the Wi-Fi needs to be like minimal, right? right? So we need everybody to turn their phones off. And I actually saw one student look at another student and say, how do you do that? No. She'd never turned what? her phone off. I'm not kidding. Her friend sitting next to her had to take her phone and show her how to turn it off. (laughs) Oh, man. I cracked up. I was like, I literally, I said into the microphone, I know, I think some of you maybe have not ever turned your phone off. So That's that's both funny and so sad. Right, right, right. It was, it was funny. We, we, we all had a good laugh about it. Yeah. You know, I, I, I really appreciate your positivity (laughs) because you're right. All things considered, um, it largely went off without a hitch. Mm -hmm. Um, this is really the only, I think the only reason why I'm grumbling is that it, it turned our normal week into a four day week and I'm just figuring it. Where am I supposed to go in the next hour? Like, where, what am I supposed to do? I know. We were, I was just saying to you earlier that I, I came to school this morning. Normally on Thursdays, I don't have any class. It's yeah. my favorite day of the yes. week because I don't have any, I can just be in my office yes. or doing this. Right. And I looked at my schedule and went, oh no, it's Thursday, <laughs> but it's a Wednesday schedule. I am double booked. Uh, yeah. So yes, I was disoriented as well. Yeah. But 
maybe it's not about us. Uh, it's the, not. Healthy reminder myself. Well done to our students for yes. doing a, a bang up job with yes. the PSAT. Well now, done. I was with the sophomores. And I think you have some cool news also about sophomores. That's right. Yeah. You know, sophomores are getting a lot of love around here. Um, so one thing that we've uh, been doing, uh, it's just one more strategy in our repertoire of, of, of different strategies. Mm-hmm. But we're really trying to positively reinforce our student culture and student engagement here. Um one way that we're doing that is um, the our deans of students, um, specifically Dean Holbert and Dean Babikian, they're hosting these uh, challenges that they're calling the, the, the Triple D Challenge. Um, tr- the Triple D Challenge is a way more memorable name than what it actually stands <laughs> for, which is the Dean's Desirable Difficulties. And that's kind of a nod to uh, a book called Make It Stick that Principal Newkirk is having all the faculty and staff read this year. Really, you know, it's, it's, it's suggesting that learning is most meaningful. It is maximally meaningful uh, when it involves a desirable difficulty. So we thought, yeah, you know, let's repurpose that mm-hmm. and have our students attempt to meet these outrageous goals. <laughs> and... Um, we issued three Triple D challenges this year so far. The first one was we challenged the entire school community for an entire day. Let's get zero infractions. <laughs> infractions being like being out of dress code, yeah, being late to class, um, little things. Um, um, that challenge failed by 837 in the morning. <laughs> School starts at school literally starts at eight thirty, <laughs> and, and not even ten minutes later, the first infraction rolled in. We're like, well, that, maybe that's okay. It yeah. was it was designed to be difficult. Um, so we issued the challenge again. Um, I don't think the numbers trended downwards like we wanted. I think we had more infractions mm-hmm. that day, but uh, I, I'll I'll check in with. No, I think later. you're right. Right? Yeah, it went up. I remember yeah. he said that. Yeah, to us. So this third time around, uh, our deans of students, they had this really fantastic idea. Well, let's let's see what happens if we sort of disaggregate this challenge and issue it individually to classes, to specific grades. And wouldn't you know it, we actually had one grade uh, complete the entire day without any infractions. And it was? It was our sophomore class. Was sophomore class. So we've got four <laughs> grade levels, obviously, and the only grade level to make it through a whole school day grade. without any infractions mm-hmm. was the sophomore class. Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, um, when we saw the news, all of us were whooping and hollering. We're so excited for those guys. Um, likely what we're going to do as a way to thank them, because if you complete something really difficult, um, let's honor you for yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. There's a perk that Maranatha seniors, um, only they get these privileges. Uh, and uh, and one of the privileges that is distinctly a senior year privilege is, is early dismissal. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have any class assigned to you that or during the flex block mm-hmm. and you're not required to be, you know, elsewhere, you're allowed to go home early. Mm-hmm. No other grade can have that privilege. And for one day in October, we'll give the sophomores the that sophomores privilege. Sophomores are going to check out early. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine the look on the juniors' faces when they see... <laughs> 
the little sophomore is getting to leave early. Like, it's going to be great. It's going to be great. <laughs> and hopefully it will motivate them for yeah. the next Triple D challenge. Yeah, yeah. I'm really floored that they were able to, able to do that. So, well done. Okay, so you said, you know, as you were bringing up the challenge that we're trying to cultivate a culture. I think another one of the ways that we try to be really intentional in our culture is with service projects. Mm -hmm. And you are the point person for that piece of what we do here. I understand you've gotten uh, quite a few proposals. Yeah, yeah. I I think this is an exciting time to be at Maranatha. Um, It always is. Um, This is the time when we kickstart our annual service requirement, Uh, just as a primer for anyone listening. um, All Maranatha students, every year, they... They're expected uh, and encouraged to um, serve their community, serve their neighborhoods uh, to the maximum extent that's possible and reasonable. Mm -hmm. But 10 of those hours are required that that they do um, with a Maranatha faculty advisor or a staff person or a coach. And so this is the time of the year when all the proposals start rolling in. And it's it's super exciting to see um, what some of our students are, are passionate about and how they want to um, serve and uplift the neighborhoods and the communities that they care about. Mm-hmm. Service project proposals are due Friday, October 20th for anyone who's listening. So advisory groups still have time to consider what what it is that they want to do. But some of the projects that have already been coming in, honestly, they're, they're so inspiring. Can, can I just share some of these Absolutely, with you? Absolutely, yeah. So we got one advisory group. Um, they want to partner with Union Station, literally a few blocks away from our campus, mm-hmm. serving the homeless communities. They want to partner with them and help make sack lunches. We have another advisory group that wants to go to Union Church Los Angeles. It sounds like at this church every year they have a trunk or treat harvest festival and sure, our, our yeah. students are going to go and, and help out with Just that. help out, help run it. They'll be I'm sure there'll be tons of kids, little kids there. They'll have a great time helping out with that. Yeah, it's for sure. Be a blast. Uh, we have another advisory group that's going to go to Eaton Canyon and, and just clean up trash and yep. be good neighbors there. Yep. Uh, we have several young people uh, who went to the Rose Bowl and it helps uh, help set up the stadium seating there. Uh, we have groups that are going out to the USC Verdugo Hills Hospital. They're going to partner with them and help make baby blankets. Nice. That is so creative. I, I In a million years, I would have never thought right. of that. We also have a, a, a section of highway along the 210 freeway that we've adopted. We mm-hmm. have some advisory groups going out there to clean up litter. We have an advisory group going out to Pasadena Christian School to help out with their annual fall festival. These are just some of the really incredible service projects that are coming in. I was going to say, um, I haven't submitted ours yet because I'm in communication with the fire station but we came up with the idea of adopting station 31 which is the fire station that serves maranatha and this local community and adopting them if you will for the year yeah and doing like gift baskets with notes and homemade treats and stuff in it um handwritten notes from the kids and stuff but doing taking stuff to them like Thanksgiving, Christmas, 
Easter and then National Firefighter Day, which is in May. So wow. it, it ended up when we looked at the schedule, we could do two big things in the fall and two big things in the spring. It will involve getting donations from people. It will involve writing notes. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to get a list of like everybody that works there so we can like sort of shout out specifically everybody who makes their their career helping and oftentimes rescuing either from big or small situations the people in our local community they've come to our school they've had to come to our school a few times yeah um but anyway that's the thing that we're trying to put together for ours i I love that story um and i i feel like that really highlights what it is that we want to communicate about the nature of service to our students as it's not a project that you just check off Mm -hmm. it's it's not a thing that you remove off your off your task list it's this is a lifestyle right this is what we do we've been blessed tremendously we we're expected to be a blessing to others Mm -hmm. and so i love that your group and your young ladies aren't just thinking about well what project can we do but how can we keep this sustaining over the months that's really cool that's one of the things i liked about it was because especially when i realized National Firefighter Day, I think, is the first Saturday in May. Hmm. And I was like, you guys, it's kind of perfect, right? Because we can do two things in the fall. We can do two things in the right. spring. And we'll cultivate a, a, a relationship That's with right. the people at this fire station. Hopefully, each time, a big group of the girls will be able to go to do the delivery. Hmm. And I, I know other groups have done stuff like this before. It's kind of where... I got the idea, but because we're really trying to promote a year-long investment in, like, all year, like, don't just stop once you've done your 10 hours. Exactly. Like, like trying to, I thought, well, you know, let's kind of adopt them for the whole year, and then I love it. when could we do it? I mean, we could do it on any random day if we wanted to, but I thought, you know, it's fun around the holidays mm-hmm. and stuff, so anyway, they seemed really positive when we started talking about it they oh good enthusiastic good. about it yeah. i'm really encouraged by that yeah so yeah we got a lot of great uh service projects coming up our i think our advisory groups are getting really excited about it uh, i would be remiss though if i didn't spotlight some individual students because not only am i getting service projects and and, and proposals that advisory groups want to do I'm also getting word from individual students who are saying, this is some stuff that I've already done. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. I, 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 I want to honor these young people. Uh, people like Hannah Luce. Uh, she's currently serving small communities in Oaxaca, Mexico. She helps distribute food, water, and medical aid wow. to communities there. We have students like Katerina Giddings, who helped host a Greek festival at her church. Mm-hmm. Like, can you imagine the planning and the logistics mm-hmm. that go into that? She's a a teenager and she's serving her community that way. We have people like Tanya Kerjalian who's serving at, at her church and volunteering for uh, their vacation Bible school program. And we also got students like Mark Lynn who was volunteering on the nurses floor at the USC Arcadia hospital. Amazing. Mm-hmm. I love that our young people are doing work like this and getting plugged into their communities and serving actively. It's really cool. And I think even though sometimes when they start, it's like, oh, I have, they're always stressed out about all the stuff they have to do, right? Mm-hmm. I've got homework, I've got college jobs, I've got practice or game or what, all the things. And then they do it and they end up feeling like, oh, yeah, this was totally worth it. This was a great experience. Yeah. So 
Yeah, it's really transformative. I think when you're younger, you're always inclined to think, well, what's what's in it for me? Right. But then you, when you see the impact it has on somebody, you, the contributions that you are putting out there, and in some cases, if you're fortunate enough, you get to see like people smile at you, people mm-hmm. thank you, people shake your hand, tears of joy sometimes, mm-hmm. and you just realize, wow, that that is way more fulfilling than just getting my own desires met. I want to do more of that. Yeah. I hope our young people um, develop a a love for service this year. I I, I genuinely do. I'm looking forward to um, all the good that they'll accomplish. Me too. So I actually have a service project that some kids helped me with (laughs) on Saturday. (laughs) That's one way to call it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I told them, I think Coach Schuper told them and I told them this is this is service (laughs) to somebody who genuinely needed help. So it's not about me, but I moved yeah. on Saturday. I moved. Congratulations, by thank the way. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and I asked a bunch of our adult friends, mm-hmm. like, who's available to help? Yeah. And a whole bunch of them immediately volunteered. Yes. And that was amazing. Um, one of them, Coach Schuper, texted me after when we were getting really close to the time. And he said, hey, do you want me to see if I can get some like of the athletes to help? <laughs> and I couldn't type fast enough. Yes, please. Yeah. So in addition to Mr. and Mrs. Camonte, Mrs. Ramiro, Mr. and Mrs. Schuper, Mr. McNeil, Mr. Sanderson, in addition to all those adults showing up at my house at like eight o'clock in the morning on Saturday, Matt Kirkjian, Matthew Vasquez, and Dylan Garcia showed up and for two and a half hours Man. just basically carried heavy stuff. Way to go, guys. I mean, and they were awesome. The only time they were irritated, they were irritated with each other if somebody was carrying something <laughs> wrong. Like they were bickering with each like, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. it harder, which was funny. Um and I talked to Matt Vasquez this morning and I asked him how he felt the next day. And yeah. he was like, oh, I was fine. And I was like, really? Because I was walking like in the shape of a question mark for like the first six hours of Sunday because <laughs> my back was so messed up. But a sign of age. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it was such a blessing. They moved my whole house from start to from the start of packing to the truck being emptied two hours and 15 minutes. Oh my god! I don't even know how they did it. It was that's so fast. That's a record time. That and that's like fifteen minutes in the middle to drive across town. Yeah, these guys were machines. Yeah. It was awesome. They're good guys. So thank you. And I promised them I was gonna like have lunch brought in for them one day. And oh. I am saying it publicly. It's recorded. So guys, <laughs> no worries. It will happen. We gotta hold you to it now. But yeah, it was like the biggest lifesaver having really having all of them help mm-hmm. but having the young strong backs to lift my couch and furniture and stuff was mm-hmm. amazing so but hopefully that's you know something that they will look back on and say really it didn't take a lot of time but she's still talking about it like mm-hmm. it was a really big deal so it must have been a really big yeah. deal you're right that is service yeah why not 
I mean, these people, these young people, they they help serve you. They were literally helping somebody in their immediate community who genuinely needed help. And with no expectation of recompense, they just did it because... They love to serve, and they have great affection for you. So, I, well, I hope so. And I, those guys, I mean, they may, they, they were genuinely a huge blessing to me. So, oh. I'm, I'm not going to forget their generosity. I know a Saturday morning for a high schooler is oh, a sacred sleep time. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I really, really appreciated it. Well, speaking of sleep, man, again. This is just a, such a fatiguing time for a lot of teachers and, and staff. We love what we do, but there are seasons, man. So in the spirit of service, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to give you a homework assignment. Please text or email someone you love here at the school and just tell them that you're thinking about them, that you wish them well, and to please, please, please enjoy their well-deserved three-day weekend. Absolutely. We could really use that. That's all we got. Uh, short and sweet, but man, I love t- talking about service, and I'm looking forward to seeing what our young people do. Me too. That's a wrap. Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics, as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.